I'd like to welcome y'all to CST Chill, Sip, and Talk with LK this evening On tonight's episode, I got a special, special guest here um, He's been here before And I got a, um, his partner in crime with him as well Cares <laughs> uh, and Kelso is back with me I just had the privilege of listening to his new album, First We Fall um, Let me introduce Josh um, What's up? How you doing, man? Uh, Good. That's Carrington's boyfriend. Well, we're gonna talk about the album. We're gonna talk about uh, the things that went into it, the creative process of it, and we're gonna th- talk about Clara Rose Cole. He's an entrepreneur as well. He got a camera company with uh, Freshers and all of that. So, not further ado, Carrington, Kelso, and Josh. How y'all doing? What's it? Good. Before we get started, let's clink it up. Cheers. 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 Thank you for having us. Right on, right on. All right. First we fall. Let's jump into it. Yes, sir. Second album. Go ahead. Yeah. Second album. Nine songs. Uh, really the follow-up to Baptize Me. Um, I like to tell stories with my music. I like to tell stories with my albums. And so um, this is really just where... Uh, life has taken me since um, the last project. Me and Josh got together in 2018, um, and I really just started writing from there. Uh, it was my first relationship, and if you're an artist listening, you know we process our worlds through uh, art and creativity. And if you ever get into a relationship with an artist, you know you're going to get talked about in the art. So um, I started writing back in 2018, not knowing that I was going to make an album. And then um, the pandemic hit in 2020 and and we had moved in together and there was no buffer. There was no, you know, we couldn't go anywhere. And so um, anytime good or bad, anything happened, I just, you know, had to write about it. And so before I knew it, we were 38 songs deep and I was like, I got to do something with all this. And so I I started putting together uh, an album or three. Mm -hmm. Josh, how you feel during this process? So it was definitely interesting, um, you know, moving in with your partner. Um, I finished grad school and then it was immediately the pandemic. So, you know, we're just at the house, like hanging out. We actually have very opposite uh, sleeping habits. So I Mm -hmm. am early to bed, early to rise, and he is a night owl. So often he would be waking up when I'm having lunch or had just finished lunch mm-hmm. and we would, you know, spend some time together. Uh, and then, you know, 10, 11 midnight, I'm ready for bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wake up at, you know, six or seven and he had been working, you know, throughout oh, the night. Man. Yeah. Um, Getting it in. Right. But I you know, was snoozing. So. All right. First we fall is uh, the album. Uh, then you had uh, Eden, not Eden, excuse me, uh, Baptize Me, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Acoustic mixtape, uh, TNT. Me, TNT. Mm-hmm. Right. The process, 
I know I know you want to grow. So what was the process of picking nine songs for, out of 38 for this album? Uh, So I really wanted to push myself sonically. Um, normally when I write songs, uh, I always start with my instruments. So guitar, piano, find mm-hmm. a chord structure, melodies, and then from there start adding lyrics. Mm-hmm. And with this project, I decided to go uh, reverse and started producing the tracks first and then writing to the tracks that I had created. And it allowed me to uh, express myself in a way that I'd never done before because although I'm a pretty good guitarist, a pretty good piano player, there are things that I cannot do, things that I cannot express yet. And so I wasn't limited limited by the um, lack of ability because I was using um, samples, shout out to Splice, uh, to create these very extravagant Tracks. Now, we got Can We Talk is a number is a one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in order. Can We Talk? Pressure. Come over. Mm-hmm. Dance like you know me. The fall. War whispers. Love me. Take me as I am. Eating. Mm-hmm. Can we talk? When you played the track, I love the tempo on that one. What went into that one? Um, so initially I didn't know this, but once, you know, the course came to me and I started thinking about the lyrics, it's definitely a nod to Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk? Mm-hmm. Um, as a queer icon, I wanted to, I always want to stand in uh, my queerness as a part of my identity because I didn't grow up with out musicians singing about love stories. Like you think about classics, Um, that we grew up on about two people being in love and it is all heterosexual. Not that Mm -hmm. there's a problem with that, but like who's telling our love story. And so um, I wanted to take this opportunity to do something like that. And Mm -hmm. so can we talk is that song, you know, you see somebody fine across the club and Mm -hmm. you like, can I holler? Like, can I get you a drink? Your drink is, is empty. Can we dance? Um, And just kind of get to know each other. Not that me and Josh met at a club, but (laughs) You know, I should have been. Some of this is is uh, autobiographical, and then some of it is more so like just storytelling, setting the scene. And so, um, I just think about like how many of my uh, queer brothers and sisters we love to go out and dance, we love to shake some ass. And so I was like, we shaking ass this fall, and that's how can we talk came about. Pressure, mm-hmm. three DM. I mean EDM feel to it. Mm-hmm. What made you go to directions? Because I've, uh, I think this this is new, kind of new for you, right? Yeah, sonically, I've never done anything exactly like this, but I am a big fan of that mm-hmm. type of music. I'm a fan of all type of music, from country to rock and roll to like soul. You name it. If it's good, it's good. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's interesting that you went uh, or received it as EDM because I was going for more of like um, Latin feel. I can hear. Uh, that. I heard like that as a well. Bad Bunny, a Maluma kind mm-hmm. of because I've been listening to a lot of them. They're very gotcha. hot right now. Um, but I just wanted to kind of put my own spin on that kind of sound um, and something that made me want to dance, something that made me want to move. And I, I heard uh, some of those samples, and I was like dancing in my seat. So I was like, I have to do something with this. And then uh, the subject matter was just kind of like, okay, we saw each other at the bar, we got a couple of drinks or whatever, but. You sitting over there timid as fuck, and I'm ready to like get it on. So come if you on, could just apply <laughs> some pressure. 
mm-hmm. uh, I would appreciate it. And I think that a lot of people can relate to that. I think that um, men, women, whatever, like you are just, um, we've all been in that place where it's just like, I like you, you like me. Can you do something about it? Right. Um, Make a so move. That's what pressure is about. We didn't really have that problem, did we? No, no, no. Um, I feel like, can we talk in pressure are directly um, correlated or related to um, the night we made it official? It was Pride 2018. And we were at a club. We were at uh, Mm -hmm. Blake's. Blake's. Free promotion. um, (laughs) I was upstairs with my people. You was downstairs with your people. And uh, you would come upstairs and wait. Like, hold on, let's give a little bit more backstory. Y'all, Nish <laughs> in the LA Fitness, correct? Yes, oh. you fit. Oh, you yeah, fit. You fit. Yeah. Right, at the gym. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead though. And y'all bumped each other at Blake's. I'm guessing, or y'all made it official at Blake's. Oh, so we've been talking. Yeah. Um, I was very adamant. You know, I didn't want a relationship. <laughs> uh, he brought me around. <laughs> he uh, brought me around this giant group of people. Um, <laughs> They were acting crazy, but, uh, you know, at the time I was just out mm-hmm. like I, we had, you know, clocked that we liked each other, um, but hadn't really done anything about it. So we were both, you know, in Atlanta, we, they do what their pride in the fall because it's too damn hot in the summer. Well, um, so when is pride October first weekend of October? Gotcha. Go ahead. Um, and so we were just out and about and I was with, you know, friends of mine that I had had for a while. Um, he was with friends he had had for a while. Mm-hmm. So like we both knew that we were in the city and mm-hmm. we happened to end up at the same bar. I was downstairs. He was upstairs. You sure about it? Mm-hmm. We text each other. Okay, okay. He texted me yeah, first show. to be like, oh, I hope you're having a good pride. And I was like, I am. I'm at Blake's. He was like, no, way, I'm at Blake's too. I'm downstairs. Yeah. Oh, I thought man, y'all might have been spying. Like, okay, he's he gonna was. be in Blake's tonight. He, he probably uh, was. I'm with you. You knew you was in Blake. Um, so I went upstairs. Um, I am not. I don't know. The club scene is fine. It's not particularly for me. Um, mm-hmm. Blake's is already crowded. When it's not, you know, mm-hmm. the city doesn't have. Well, I'm saying two hundred thousand. Like I know, but I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, additional. LGBTQ and ally people there. And so I was like, let me go upstairs. Maybe I actually will be able to drink this drink, you know, take a breath. Uh, the people I was with were kind of on my nerves. <laughs> so I went upstairs. I know that Carrington is up there. Right. And I don't know. Pressure. Pressure. Oh, that what came from. Right. Hey, that's dope. So then we came with Come Over, track number three, mm-hmm. which has been out for how long now? Uh, a little over a year. Because again I didn't know What the album was going to be But I didn't want to Mm -hmm. have so much time So I I released a couple of singles Before I had put the whole picture together Yeah I got a good track on there For that one I like Come Over It's been out for a while now Mm -hmm. So Come Over I did with um, Her name is Leah Puffenberger But her artist name is Caruja Which is Spanish for owl Mm -hmm. And um, we met at a open mic night In Atlanta and um, she's a singer-songwriter, excellent producer. Um, and I sent her the track, like the demo that I had. And she was like, oh, I want to be a part of this. And she really just brought it to life in a way that I couldn't have imagined. Um, because, I, you know, I told her subject matter and what I was trying to do. And so she really helped bring out, like, 
a sexy, sultry, um, kind of lustful feeling. And that to me is really what the first uh, part of the album is like the lust before mm-hmm. you get into the love. Um, and I feel like a lot of people like to skip over that. Like it's not important, but so much, so many of our relationships started off with you lusting after a person Correct. and then you get to know them. And it's like, Oh no, not only do I want you physically, but I want you spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Blah, blah, blah. And so come over is that like uh foreplay mm-hmm. before you get to the, the love. Then we jump right into a dance. Like, you know, my name It's five minutes. Right. I got slow rock. I got a, it's a mood setter for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's um, so that is one of my favorite songs that I've written ever. Um mm-hmm. and it, it is very much influenced by Beyonce's Don't Hurt Yourself. Okay. Um and it's kinda like that reminder, not only in a relationship, but in general when people got you fucked up, uh, they kind of forget your worth or um, you know, what you bring to the table. And so it's like, I need you to dance like you know who the fuck I am. It's pretty much what I'm saying in the track. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wanted to make a song that was like that, but not so much like uh, angry, but just uh, a passion. Um, and I heard that grungy, dissonant guitar, and I was like, I know I got to do something with this. All right, that was the hurt yourself. Just snippy. You can't do too much here, you know. The rules. Right, right not trying here. to get in trouble. For sure, for sure. Um, then we went to my favorite track, and I think this is your best yet to come, <laughs> brother. Hey, when I heard the fall, track number five, um, I glued I, I glowed because I like I know who made this track. Like it was personal for me. Mm-hmm. You did a very good job on the fall. Thank you. I can't wait for people to hear this from everything. We want more of this. I guarantee it. When this album drops, people are going to say, hey, Carrington, we want more of this. And me personally, I'm telling you, this was a very, very dope-ass track. Thank you. And I I heard it. everything growing in you in this track right here. Mm. This track right here and more of this will get you to where you want to be because the fall is absolutely amazing. <laughs> And I want to play it, but y'all got to wait September 22nd right, and stream right. it. We only going to be on Apple, Spotify, Tidal, Google, <laughs> Amazon, wherever you wherever music streaming at. But let's go into it. The fall, Tim, how it came about. So first, uh, I need to shout out the producer, uh, Tyler Davis. Um, a friend of mine, I met um, through some know, He was dope. His last name Davis. I should have known. <laughs> He's a dope person. Um, so shout out to Tyler Davis, uh, the producer, uh, Ethan Johnson did, uh, some guitar work and, um, keys, uh, Zach Jones, um, did guitar, uh, some bass, um, Manny Cortez, uh, wrote some of the second verse. Like this was definitely a team effort. Mm -hmm. And, um, this was uh, the only track on the album where it was, uh, like I wrote this with my guitar, I brought the chords to the the guys and we built a foundation for me to really feel free to sing on top of. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got the delivery that you got. Like this was a record what we're going to record one take, two take, and that's it. Like we got what we got. Um, and there was a time where I was like, Oh, I want to go back and like layer all these harmonies and blah, blah, blah. But I was so proud of like how intimate that delivery was that I was like, no, this has to be, 
mm-hmm. um, the version of it's the, the song. One. Yeah, it's and one it's like a halfway point me. in the album. Like it takes you to the the crossover of what the rest of the project is about. So it's one of the ones for me that you know certain albums you listen to, you like certain songs off of, and you save it forever, and mm-hmm. they come on while you're cleaning or whatever. <laughs> This it, this it for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm putting a, you know, you got the love stars for different <laughs> apps. This it for me, Karen. I ain't gonna hold you. Now, being that you let some of the responsibility go of not producing, doing everything on your mm-hmm. own, do you think that gave the track more life that you can just let go and be like, okay, I'm just this is what I'm doing on this track. I ain't got to worry about mixing it. I ain't got to worry about this and that. Or do you prefer the? Um. So I enjoy both. Uh, aspects of it. Um, one of the biggest things that um, gives me hesitation with working with other people is time frame. Mm. Like okay. when I'm ready to work, I'm ready to work. If this takes 10 hours, if it takes 12 hours, I'm in the studio for 12. I'm fine to do that. And everybody's mm. not like that. I understand it, especially when, you know, money is involved. I'm not like some signed artist. I don't have thousands of dollars to throw at uh, mm-hmm. Producer studio time and things like that So um, I did want to collaborate more on this Project mm-hmm. um, but budget Timing things like that did not allow For it so I wanted To create something that was excellent and I think we've Done that mm-hmm. um, in the future I am completely open to Working with bringing people ideas And, and, and creating more um, Grandiose Tracks but um, For right now I'm going to do The best I can with what I have uh, create that foundation, Amen. a legacy with uh, my own sounds. And right. then when it comes to collaboration, you'll always be able to go back and be like, that was Carrington. And then this is him with, you know, other people. Dope, dope, dope. Also, I just feel like the pandemic was hard on a lot of mm-hmm. indie artists. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we rely on our gigs, our streams, you know, often mm-hmm. don't, our merch sales often don't, you know, cover expenses of just living or studio time or any of the other 10,000 things you need to go into a project. And so, you know, maybe I have to learn a new skill over this pandemic, which Carrington did do. And a lot of people had learned some skills over the pandemic because it really tests your patience. It tests your uh, hustle. It tests your ambition to do things. Mm -hmm. And and if you had a partner, you trusting, you had to trust your partner and 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 uh, pour your feelings into your person because they seen every right. emotion from you during the pandemic, from crying into mad to happy to we got it all. I got it all. We got it all in my marriage. It was just it was frustrating, right? Especially mm-hmm. me being a workaholic. I've been working since I was sixteen, seventeen. I right. got a job, you know, because I always wanted certain things in my life, and I knew my parents did what they did to get me here, but I knew the extra I had to get on my own. Right. So, but the pandemic just. When that came, thankful, thankful, and none thankful. That I was working for Amazon at the time. Mm-hmm. They still putting us to work. You know, we. Ain't, mm-hmm. I wasn't caring about no damn COVID. I just knew <laughs> I had mine to feed, so I was like, I was thankful to keep working. Some people fell face forward. I know businesses that I used to go to during COVID time not there anymore. Right. So it's just you know it's a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I would ask, um, you know, now that we're halfway through, like obviously. You came into my life after I had released Baptize Me, but you hadn't seen, like, the album process. So, like, as a partner, you expect, not you personally, but people expect, like, traditional work nine to five. You got insurance. You got a car. You you know, you do these 
traditional things and nothing about, you know, what I do is traditional. So yeah. like, how did you feel? Cause now it's been four years since my right. last album. So it's just like, Oh, you know, he's talking all this shit, but like, Oh, mm-hmm. I've been work? together for a year. October seventh. Yeah, October. Yeah, it's been that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, the pandemic really ate up like two of them years. Right. I remember meeting you at uh, the Joseph's. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, housewarming <laughs> where all of you were acting like assholes. We were really. <laughs> yes. Oh, was I drunk? Every, Probably. I mean, <laughs> I'm a natural <laughs> asshole. Though. It I wasn't. You, it was all the boys. Right. We like, had a good time that night, though. Yes, we, did. we really uh, did. But we weren't even together. You remember yet. that night? And somehow, no? oh shit! I got like pulled across. Like the guys were going outside. Uh, someone was smoking or something. And uh, another one of Carrington's good friends, Kaylin, was like, "What are your intentions with my friend?" And like, I didn't even get to go out of the thing. It was just <laughs> inside with all the girls, and they were like, "I was just like, oh, you know, I don't know, we're." Going on date, like yeah. we're not together at this point. I'm still very adamant that I don't want a relationship, and you know she folded her hands. And this is before Blake's or after Blake's. Before, before, okay, and okay. like leaned over her brand new island, her counter, and I was like, "This is really what she's about to do with her son and his girlfriends. This is, <laughs> this is the behavior that I expect." And then all the guys come in after this grilling, chanting, and just like, "Oh, we did, yeah, embarrassing, <sighs> embarrassing." <laughs> But, you know, it was a celebration. We were under some influences. It was a good time. Right. It was a good time. All right. Um, but the process, Sorry. I mean, it was different. But this is also, Carrington is my first serious relationship. You know, the first person that I've lived with, the first person that I've actually, you know, set as my partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I expect plus ones on my invitations to shit now. Uh, oh, because okay. he, he, like, I'm bringing him all the time. You could really just go ahead and put his name. Go on and engrave it into the uh, stationery. But um, I didn't really, I don't often work traditional hour jobs either. And to me, it didn't really seem like, you know, we're eating, we're doing the things we want to do. We have the things we want, not everything, but like, right. we're doing more than getting by. So, you know, this is what he says his process is. I don't really have a frame of reference. I'm going to have to trust that somewhere in these 38 songs, there's some bangers. Hey, and <laughs> I want to hear those number 29 now. And we're going to, you know, figure it out. And I met him at the gym, actually, right before um, your Baptize Me album party. Mm-hmm. But right after you had come back from Beachella. Because mm-hmm. he still had the um, VIP <laughs> base bracelet on. Um, I don't think I ever took that off. I think it fell off. Uh-huh. I think the cord, like, eroded. And I put it in my box, my Coachella box. I believe it. Um, but so he said, oh, you know, I'm an artist. And I was like, okay. So we're, you know. What was the first track you ever heard from him? Can you remember? <sighs> no. Do you um, remember what you played? So, uh, oh. It was live, right? It was live. It was oh, okay. Mocha Mo's. Mm-hmm. That don't exist no more. Pandemic business shut down. Yeah. What city was it? Flower Branch. Flower Branch. It's also where we had our first date. Mm-hmm. Um, That's dope. He so he the was fuck like, out of me. you know, come back. They did. They love to double book him, triple book in one case. Like, who's running your schedule? Um, he was like, oh, you know, if you come back in a week, like I'm having a show. Um, again, we had one date at this point, mm-hmm. or had we already done the aquarium? 
I don't remember. It was very early on. Mm. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll show up if I make time. And then I was, but did make time. Um, little did I know his mom was also right in the, in the audience. Um, so I met her, you know, one date in, but no, I don't remember what song. It would have been one of the something acoustic. Yeah. But are you saying like what song did you hear first? Yeah, I just want to know like what song you just like, okay, did you do it by yourself? Like, okay, let me see what Carrington really talking about. Did you do it with him? Like Uh, Nocturnal Animals was the first song of his that I really liked that really, you know, got stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, It's changed, obviously, since then. Yeah, this next track you like a lot. War Whispers. And yeah, let's talk about um, the first song on this album, I've heard the Acoustic Fusion version a couple times, and I really like the tempo of it. Like, it it gets stuck in my head often. Are you performing? So you are you performing mm-hmm. Can We Talk Live right now? Can We Talk uh, The Fall? Mm-hmm. Um, that was early on, too, I feel. Yeah. So a couple of these I've been testing out to I see how been, audiences react to them. It's been a minute since I've been to your show. The last show I went to your was the Old Fountain. You did no, open no. with Can We Talk no, no, no. with that show, but LK was a little Distillery. Late. I think the last one I went mm-hmm. to was Distillery. The Distillery Sugar Sugar Hill. Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I was playing it then. You did. Yeah. You did. Oh, okay. You no. did. I'm gonna guess I missed it. Maybe I was late. A little. Like you missed maybe one or two songs. Gotcha. Um, I got to catch one now soon. Just been busy, but and there will be an acoustic version of this album. Like I'm always going to do. Like I just I love it so much. If you can strip a song down to its essence and just mm-hmm. sing, like just give me a mic, give me a guitar, piano, something. I'm gonna give you a performance. So that's, it's just later, later. Well, whisper, uh, Josh. Me and Josh both talked about talked about a war whispers here. Um. I love the direction of this album. Thank you. Um, I was talking cash shit on World Whispers. You were. I was about to say that. You <laughs> you was in your um, bag, I guess you can say, when you was. Just just tell us. Just, I don't want to say too much. Tell the people what went into World Um. So I am very attuned to like what's going on in the music industry i see who gets signed i see who uh is elevated and promoted and i follow so many talented artists who don't get the fucking time of day and when war of whispers came up from a title perspective we had played the board game war of whispers Mm -hmm. and so that's why that the phrase was in my head Mm -hmm. and then i heard it was a pack on splice called like Trap grunge or something And I was just like you know What does trap grunge sound like And um Excuse me Mm -hmm. I heard uh, a couple Of samples and I was like okay I'm not a Trap singer or like Rapper but uh I kind Of want to you know try my hand I really didn't think that Uh That song was in here the light of day because War of Whispers initially was that only That first two minutes Mm -hmm. before the transition Happens and I was like, I don't have anything else to say. I, I said the hook, I said the two verses, and then I'm done. I was like, maybe I'll get a feature. And then I started creating um, transitions that sonically just changed. And I was like, okay, well, let's run with this. 
and that is how you get that shift in the middle of the song that takes us to a new place. And now that everything is said and done, I look at it as um, very much so the first half of it is like my Capricorn sun and the second half of it is like my Cancer moon. Like I'm being very like ego at the front and then that second half is very much um, like the emotional, like let me be vulnerable and, and tell the truth for a second. Um, and I just, I loved how it, it, it turned out. Like it, it gets me hype to hear it and I think it'll get me hype to perform it. It gives me like festival vibes. So when it goes to a transition, sorry, Josh, to cut you off. So when it goes to a transition like that, mm-hmm. is it hard to do that in the middle of a track or just like, do you read, do you? YouTube is your best friend. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, because there is a, uh, tempo change. Mm-hmm. Like the song gets slower right. uh, on that second half. Um, but it's the same key. So like that was fine. It was just getting the, the tempo to change in the song. And then once I figured that out, I just built it from the new tempo forward. So it was sorry, sorry Josh. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Carrington is a big Beyonce stand period. And you know, while he was working on this album somewhere, some people had heard the Renaissance like the songs, you know, that are on mm-hmm. Beyonce's latest album. Um, and she does a lot with transitions in mm-hmm. that as well. And I can't help but feel like maybe there was a wavelength or something going on. Be call at, me. At that, at that point in time where. Yes. Be call me for this day. Okay, pause. Yeah, I'll let me in. Then we can go from there. But now I'll just play. But so, you know, listening to Renaissance and then. He finally let me listen to the album a couple weeks after that had dropped. And I was like, this feels kind of like the same energy that she was on. Like, we're here. Come different on. Different tempos, now. different transitions, smooth transitions. It's like a very clean start to finish. Yeah, I like it. I like it, especially when it switched up. I looked up at him like, okay. Like, all right, <laughs> my boy. Love me. Mm-hmm. Track number seven. You was talking some shit in there, buddy. Well, it's filthy. It is it, fil- this. This is the filthiest of the the album. Think here. Uh, uh, "Rocket" by Beyonce. Partition. Um, what's that um, song? Mariah Carey was talking about semen. Honey. Um, Does it taste like honey? <laughs> That's the song we're talking about. There, there, I just I appreciate when a song can be grown and. Filthy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. but it comes from a place of not only experience, but like I'm not being nasty for the sake of being nasty. Um, there are some artists, I'm not going to name no names, but they'll just say things for the salacious value. You're just talking about sex to talk about sex, but Love Me isn't quite literally about sex. Obviously, there are sexual innuendos, but it's it's talking about um, being a in a place of vulnerability and needing somebody to like hold you down. And I think that people can relate to that, especially if you've been in a relationship for a while, like this is supposed to be my safe space. Mm-hmm. And so um, in that safe space, uh, sex can be healing. Like it's, it's not something to be ashamed of. Right. Um, and so, Ain't no wrong sex. right. Damn. And so the song is like, love me till I have nothing left. Like, right. I need you to help me put this back together, not to fix me, but just like, let me some glue so I can just piece these, you know. Um, and it, it's really like, I would say the sister or cousin of Come Over. 
Like, mm-hmm. come over was the foreplay. Love me is the, all right, we're doing what we was doing. Yeah, I mentioned that. Uh, I said, uh, do you, uh, dance like you know me, love me, come over. They all go together mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And I got the same vibe from all three of those. Like I said, one set the move, one get you down, one finish. Well. So that's what's going on. I see you the other night. And then Take Me As I Am, track number eight. Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But. Right. That is definitely um, more of a me in the audience conversation and less of me in a relationship kind of uh, con- kind of con- conversation. I can't talk because I've been drinking. Um, that's what we do here. But I'm talking to, I say light in the song, but whatever higher power you believe in the universe, God. Um, and I'm like, please just get me ready for whatever's coming because I feel like this project is like the tipping point for me. I feel like this is like the big before the whatever comes next, this is it. So I'm like, get my body ready, cover me in, you know, light and sparkles and diamonds and get me ready for the stage and and make me ready for their love. Um, because I feel like there are so many more queer artists out and about doing their thing right now, but nobody sounds like me. Nobody is making music like me. And so I feel like there's still a space to be filled. And so take me as I am with the first half is very much that me in the audience. And then the second half is of self-reflection, another vulnerable moment to be like, um, when I lose my way, can you remind me of who I am now talking to my partner? Right. Um, things are going to get rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, it can't be perfect all the time. So when they do get rocky, can you ground me? Can you help me see my vision again? Can you remind me of who I was and why I started? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like War of Whispers, I wanted to use two different, very um, sonically different, but obviously the same key um, pieces, uh, like samples to to bring right, that right. whole message together. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, Take Me As I Am was a um, good track to listen to, learning about you. Um, it When you went to the end and you said, uh, Take Me Back to Eden, mm. which goes into track number nine, Eden, mm-hmm. uh, which is another track that I like from you, that you have actually have a visual for that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Take Me As I Am is strong enough for just in general for anybody uh queer straight uh trans uh uh it can even go to your skin mm-hmm. like hispanic people right minorities whatever um that's a big part of the world that people need to accept people as they am period right. and i w- i want that i want i don't want this to be like oh this is a gay album this is a queer album yeah like i want Anybody who can relate to this music to find right. it to, like you don't listen to Adele's album is like that's a white woman album like the music just feels good it sounds nah, good don't you're right um, and so yeah sometimes I use pronouns because I need you know the queer youth that are coming behind me to hear that but I'm not making this just because I I want only queer people to listen to this I want people who are in love who want to be in love who have been in love to see their stories reflected mm-hmm. in these songs. And so um, I agree, like if you're a minority or otherwise, if you have any intersections with any other quote unquote group, I want you to see yourself in this project. Right. And you say, take me back to Eden. That's mm-hmm. Eden. Talk about it. 
So uh, Eden, I think, was the first single I put out, um, and it really came so easy. Again, I didn't know we were working towards an album, um, but I was in a weird space, and I wanted to go back to what I thought was like the perfect space, the easy space, the Garden of Eden. And in listening to the album and going back through it, um, I learned that Eden isn't like a singular place. It's something you create. Mm -hmm. It takes work to be in that space. And so um, it directly leads us into uh, the next part of this entire project. Like, so first we fall, which I, it's a first we fall. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's something after something after. Yes. So um, how many afters? Just give us a stamp. How many afters? There are two more. Okay. There we go. There we go. Uh. Okay. If we're being nitpicky, it might be like four or five. <laughs> um. So first we fall. We're gonna get a deluxe of this. We're gonna get an acoustic album. Um. We're going to get. The next part, uh, which is called Then We Rise. So first we fall, then we rise, and that is the nitty gritty. That's the work. That's the, you know, elbow grease. That's the not so pretty. Gotcha. Um, the not Instagram ready part of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once Then We Rise comes out, we'll have the album, The Rise and Fall. And it'll be everything in order So you can hear the story How it's supposed to be heard Instead of in two separate parts With you know Maybe a couple extra songs In between Hey I'm looking forward to it I think the era will be done And we can move into Whatever God got for you That time Yeah For sure Right now we're listening to Eden We're gonna take a small little break We're gonna talk Come back and talk about Clara Rose Candico Period Seem like I'm running from you But that just ain't the truth I'm trying to get back to my roots Trying to shake this pain to lose Oh, it feels like I've been lost for days Lost in this unknown Just trying to rebuild my own throne I just need to get right at home
find the words, but I'll show you. No, you're missing me, don't gotta hide it. What's your fantasy? Let me supply it. You're a good boy on the outside, but I know. We're currently listening to Come Over. The previous track was called Eden. Alright, we back, we back, we back. We read up. Let's clink it back clink, up. Clink, 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 clink. There we go. Alright. Let's go to the other side of Carrington. Clara Rose Candle Come on, man. Let me get right. Let's get, let's get these horns going. Let's go. Yeah. You know I love a horn. <laughs> To be here tonight. What a beautiful love. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so come on, come on, man. All right. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you remember he was a sexual chocolate that came mm-hmm. Everybody give a round of applause. A round of applause. All right. Candle Rose, Candle Co. Clara Rose. Clara Rose, yes. Candle Co. Sorry, blame it on That's that. Okay. Blame it on Right. We've been drinking. <laughs> so, first time I got with you, you had War Glory, Come Over, and Eden. Eden. I know we expanded. Let's put people on. All right. And you come with a new season, right? Yeah. Come so on. optimistically, mm-hmm. on the day the album drops, okay. we're going to have three new fragrances. All right. And I'm going to say first week, maybe second week of October, we're going to have another three new fragrances. So six fragrances it. for fall. Um, I wanted to make sure that they were unique. I didn't want, you know, strictly to be in that pumpkin spice uh, space mm-hmm. um, But I also wanted them to be homey I want them to warm your space Just like Warren Glory Eden Come Over did So uh, six fragrances Candles specifically For fall And then two body butters I'm going to do Come Over as a body butter And then there's a new fragrance um, That hasn't been released yet That is going to be a candle and a body butter For our more masculine presenting mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do a fragrance free for the people who are a bit uh, sensitive to fragrance. Right. Um, our body butters are a shea butter and aloe vera butter base. Um, and uh, we use golden hoba hoba oil and um, a couple of other things to make sure that it's really good for like psoriasis, eczema, um, dry skin. Um, I want it light but still rich. I want to be really uh, the replacement for mm-hmm. um, black people's Vaseline. Like we use Vaseline every day as a moisturizer, and I want to uh, create a new everyday moisturizer for that um, for anybody, but specifically for us by us. So uh, that's what we're cooking up for us by us. So far, Josh, which one you which uh, fragrance you like? I don't know what it's called. Um, so I am <laughs> privy to some of the fragrances that haven't come out yet. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, was doing some sniffing and there were no names on the things that I was smelling. So I don't, number one, whatever number one is. So number one is going to be our main fall scent. That is going to be your, tr- when you think of fall, it's not strictly pumpkins, but it's pumpkins, it's corn mazes, it is apple orchards, it is the color orange, it is Come on, it's warm. You got a witch? Invi- I don't. I almost brought The lids don't come until Tuesday, and so yeah. I didn't have a safe way to transport them, and I didn't want to break, you know, we use the crackling wooden wick, so I didn't mm-hmm. want to break the wicks. 
Um, but they are at the house. And then, um, so out of the five fragrances, five of them are brand new, but one of them is the um, Saltwater and Surrender Room Spray as a candle because people have been asking for That's it. It's one of my favorite tracks of thank, yours. Thank okay. you. Go ahead. Um, people have been asking for it, and uh, some people were worried that it, it felt, it smelt too summery, but as a candle, I also changed the wax formula. Uh, we'll yeah. talk about that in a second. But as a candle, um, it smells like... And I say this with the utmost respect. It smells like black women. It smells like hair day. It smells like salon. It it just smells. It smells like home. I remember growing up and like my grandma and my mom, you know, doing my sister hair, doing their friends' hair, um, and it it was so warm and inviting to me um, that I wanted to make it a candle. And so um, it has like notes of violet and sea salt, but it's still warm enough to uh, remind me of fall. And so I wanted to make that a candle this um, season. We got some vanilla, like a rich vanilla. I'm um, a vanilla person. We got the uh, the masculine fragrance that's going to be the body butter is um, like a labradum and cashmere musk. Mm-hmm. It smells rich. Mm-hmm. It it's smells. Good. It smells clean. It smells tall, dark, and handsome. It's better than Warren Glory. Am what I about tall, light, and handsome? Because I'm like, <laughs> come on, <now."> I'm sick. <laughs> but now I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, you already know Warren Glory, my favorite. And um, first of all, let the people know where to find this stuff. Oh, dot com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Clara Rose Candle Co. Um, that's it for right now. Um, those are Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are like the only things we're focusing on because I'm doing all of this. But um, I would like to expand to you know TikTok and Snapchat mm-hmm. and you know get all those places as well. Um, real quick, doubling back. Um, so our initial wax formula um, was. Uh, completely soy wax gave us about 65 66 hours of burn time mm-hmm. if you followed instructions which I is you see mine go <laughs> four hours <laughs> I know damn well, maximum yeah no. four hours maximum and then uh, burning it as well as trimming the wick every time you burn it um, uh, we be getting it in we fall asleep Come who on, trimming uh, wicks on candles I ain't gonna, sorry baby that's how you get the most out of the burn no anyway, i've never done that once in my life we have changed the formula <laughs> exactly <laughs> Uh, so it is now 50% soy and 50% coconut wax. And so I'm aiming for about 70, 75 hours of burn time. So the candle will last you longer. It has a smoother finish. It has a better hot throw um, because I want you to get the most bang for your buck. So What's hot throw? Put me on. Um, so cold throw is when a candle has been blown out and you smell it. Oh, okay. Uh, so when the wax is completely solid, the cold throw is what you smell while it's solid. The hot throw is what you smell while it's burning. Okay. So uh, the greater the hot throw, the more like area it covers, the mm-hmm. uh, greater the fragrance, um, and people have been loving it. Like this will fill the space wherever you're burning it, um, depending on like you know is it under a vent, you know, um, or near a fan. But for the most part, they will fill whatever room you burn them in. Yeah, my boo right here, though, bro. <laughs> Warren Glory, man. I know you're switching up. You got new fragrance. I'm all for it, but. No, we'll we'll have My, them. You gotta They'll bring just be seasonal. Warren Glory. They'll just be seasonal. Season so. forever. That's what they need to be. That Warren Glory. Come on now, Smith. Y'all Smith. Yeah, whatever. 
but it is very good, and I, I love it as well. Um, I'm glad that I could find a way to bring my music into uh, a new passion. Right. And, you know, people have been so receptive to the candles. Uh, I'm thinking about doing, you know, a little merch line so y'all can rock the Claret Rose out in the streets. Um, you know, you definitely perfumes, got one colognes. So, yeah, we've been working. So uh, mm-hmm. let's go back to the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, um, do people search up just Carrington Kelso to find your music, or mm-hmm. do you have some specific oh, link tree? My artist or? name is Carrington Kelso. I do have a link tree, um, mm-hmm. and you can find that in like my Instagram bio, my Twitter bio, um, CarringtonKelso.com, um, at Carrington Kelso with a C, not a K. Some people try to spell my name K-E. Mm-hmm. C-A-R-R-I-N-G-T-O-N-K-E-L-S-O For all of my music mm-hmm. um, All of my you know websites And then you can find Clara Rose Through um, my social media And stuff like that as well I, I promote both of them Other than um, being an artist Being a recording artist And being an entrepreneur Do you have anything else going on? Uh, not okay. yet But um, I want to start a label Okay And I want to start a fashion line Like not t-shirts and shit But like an actual So So um, I ain't, I don't know if this is the right word So you talking like Kanye Oh you talk Okay you talking Okay Jesus is, is an inspiration Kanye is doing a lot right now though So I don't want to be associated with that But yes Okay I'm just trying to Cause Kanye You know you got like you said, the t-shirts, then you got actual dressing models, then you got oh yeah, I would love actual to. making your product on a computer, then seeing somebody put it in life and mm-hmm. put it on somebody. That's a that's a process. Yeah, no. So I have a terrible habit of taking on too many creative. Uh, I too. have a lot of ideas. Yeah, but like executing them, music will always come first to me. All right. So that has to be the first thing, and then. Um, the candles I am so proud of What we've been able to accomplish with them And so I want to take care of I want to nurture um, But eventually I would like to start my own label I would like to start my own fashion company uh, And maybe a couple of other uh, Things here and there But those are the next two Like that's the next two things on the to-do list mm-hmm. Alright Josh I know you've been They said much this part of it but Yeah I, I know you're proud of them I'm very proud Uh you know, there have been many nights where, again, I go to bed early, and he's uh, watching videos about how to make candles or what other candle-making people do. And, you know, do you have a food scale? I need to measure wax, and let me buy a this, that, and the other to melt the wax and pour it. And it, I was just like, okay, it's kind of like giving science fair. But now here it is, like, put together and a product that has been very well received and people love it. Um, I like that. I get to contribute to some of the sense overall, you know, mm-hmm. there was just like, I really don't like spearmint. I don't want my shit to smell like the woods. <laughs> um, and I know it's so popular, but I, it's just not for me. It gives me a headache. So, you know, so long as about half the candles are for me, Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> then I'll be that. good. And it's just nice to see, like, you know, just oh, I think you know this is something that I can do. I want to do it. I'm doing it. I'm succeeding at it. Like right. that's just always such a fantastic place to be. 
And I'm very, very proud of him. Me too. Mm. I met Carrots in 2017. It was before Eden. Wow. Mm-hmm. This is before uh baptized me. Um What's the words I want to use? You were inspiring and you were something new to me. Because mm. um, you was open, queer, and you was uh, confident in yourself. Mm. You was bold. You wasn't the flamboyant. Mm. You was masculine, what you were, six feet, two thirty. <laughs> Big boy, I'm like okay. All right, gotta respect him because I can't run up on him. So gotta respect him. You feel? Can't disrespect him because we're gonna have to hit. You feel? So I like we're gonna respect him and see what he got going on. But you were very respectful though, bro. You always been respectful for me and been vice versa. And I always respect your work ethic. You told me you was an artist. Uh, my wife told me you was an artist. Um, I listened to it. You've grown. You've grown so much, bro. Hey man, like I said, from what I heard from then to now. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Keep going. Don't let anybody uh, knock you off this path. Mm. Follow your dreams. I've been with you from the Baychella <laughs> debacle <laughs> uh, to your next job, to you like, F that, to I'm I'm uh, focused on this, to you and Josh. I've seen y'all go from from pain to, to uh, having fun to, you know, Every step of a relationship, mm. we all go through these things. We have arguments, but we stick it through. We work it out, and we try to get back to a great place. So, hey, man, I, it's not enough I can say about you. Thank you. Just keep going. That's the only thing. I don't I ever give that. up trials and tribulations, anything that you go through in life, man. Uh, always put your character ahead. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing it for, and keep the faith. You right. know what I'm saying? So, um you're going to have discouraging words. You're going to have encouraging words. But you know positive always outgrade uh, the negative. Right. Show. You know what I'm saying? So, And your wife would beat my ass if I stopped now. So right. we can't so. go backwards. We just, it's only forward. And right. I, I feel like every time, every album, every single whatever, it's gotten me closer. Like I feel the break is about to happen. Like right. you think about a dam overflowing or whatever. Um, and I never mind doing the work. I get excited. When y'all get excited about like, you know, damn, what he's, what, you know, what is he working on or what is he creating? Um, and y'all feed me, y'all pour into my cup to be like, I'm buying candles, I'm buying albums, I'm I'm supporting, I'm buying merch. Uh, yeah, keeps me get, on that like. I'm trying to do a gag- deal with him, y'all. I've been talking to him. I want to. I want to make him part of my brand. I want to have Claire Rose everywhere. When I get this video, everything Period. we all grow. I want Claire Rose everything. When people walk in the room, what's that smell? That's my dog. See, keys. That's that Claire Rose. You feel me? So, I really enjoy your smells too, bro. Like you got you got some shit going on that I don't. It's it's bigger than you think. Yeah. I mean, personally, it's how I feel. Mm-hmm. So just keep it going. Thing. So like she was like, you have a nose, um, and I didn't know what it meant. Like if you really go back, if you had a camera in our house, Kardashian style. When I was a kid, I used to play in candle wax, mm-hmm. like dip my finger in it. Like you think a kid is just being bad, but I've always been like, we would go to the mall, you know, the candle store in the mall um, with all the candles on the wall. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of Yankee it. Candle. The my Yankee. I would say I Yankee, would, right? I would pull 40, 50 lids just off. Mm-hmm. I want to smell this. I want to smell this. I want to smell this. I, and we would just right. stand in. Not buy nothing. <laughs> not purchasing nothing. And as a child, I didn't know right. what that was for. And then, like, 
October, November of last year, I was like, I'm going to start a candle company. I ordered that starter kit, and she was like, oh, what you doing? And I was like, oh, like, I just want to test. Like, I don't know how to make them. Like, let me practice. May of 2022, I was like, oh, I bought the LLC. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, that wasn't about. Once you get that LLC, they can't take it from right, you. Right. That's one thing. We can work for people every day. But right. once you get something in your name and that's and I yours. I don't want to do that. I would, I, I'm not opposed to partnering with people. Um, and I'm actually cooking up a couple of things because, uh, you know, not even the sky is the limit at this point. But um, I don't think I want to work with nobody, work for nobody no more. Right. Like I've done it. I've done the franchise. I've done the Fortune 500. I've done freelance. I've done retail. I, you know, I've done it all. And I feel like I meet the same type of people in every Avenue people who are hell bent on keeping you down, mm-hmm. keeping you beneath them because that power feels good. And even as a musician, I'm uplifting my friends that are making music because I want all of us to win. I want all of us to eat. That's right. Um, and the candle company to me was the step to be like, this could fuel all of our dreams. Right. Uh, if you come to me and you like, I got a business idea. I want to do X, Y, and Z. I want to have the money to be like, oh. Claire Rose can can invest in that, um, and and I, I think about uh, Issa from Insecure. She was talking about how we always want to network vertically, and mm-hmm. we miss out on opportunities to network parallel, mm-hmm. network with the people beside us. And I think that we have enough know how, enough ingenuity, enough hustle within our own chosen family. To do anything that we want to do If we right. put our mind to it And so I am trying to be an example Of just that Like I don't want any of us to think that Anything we can think of is impossible Yeah And I feel what you're saying I got two more things for you okay. I want to give advice for you Don't don't take this too far Don't let your talent Don't let your talent take you far Where your ego can't handle it You get well, what I'm saying so you got a talent. So once you get to a certain level and, and don't let your ego take over. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't forget where you, we came from sitting in the den. Right. Or <laughs> you came from sitting in whatever to make your music. Because right. a lot of people get to a certain level and forget where they came from. Mm-hmm. And don't ever forget that. I think that because my North Star is Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter, that'll mm-hmm. never happen. Right. Like, I have studied it's not even a watch in my free time. I watch this woman. I study these performances. I study mm-hmm. these interviews um, because to me, there isn't a bigger, badder bitch, male or female, non-binary uh, anywhere. Uh, and so I don't think Bro. that, well, I don't think that, um, that will ever happen. Not that I am above. I think that we all have egos, but I try my damnedest to stay grounded and, um, to love on the people around me and to, you know, take criticism where needed, right. but also to protect my artistry. I think, like any artist, I'm very sensitive about my shit. And so it takes a lot okay, to, well, <laughs> it takes a lot to show people before it's out. Right. Because, like, if y'all would have been like, damn, I hate it. The album comes out Thursday. Like, yeah, I, can't I can't stop it. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it, it it was important for me to get it to a place where I'm proud of it. No, it's not perfect, but it's excellent. And I know that every song that I make from this day forward will be better than this music. That's and dope. so that's exciting for me. Right. Like, this is the worst music I'll ever make. It only gets better from here. 
That's a dope way. And I want every artist, every creative to think of their creations like that, to think that when you release something, it only gets better from Uh that point forward. And that is what keeps me going. That, that is what wakes me up and be like, great, let's, let's make something new today. And number two for me, don't forget what you're doing it for, even though you don't get the results that you think you should get. You get what I'm saying? So you think you did a great job on this. You should have got 10,000 screens and you only got Mm 2000. Don't forget what you're doing it for. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It might, you know, it's a time and place for everything. And, you know, the 2,000 can turn into 10,000. Right. 2,000 years, well, 4,000 years could mean the world to them. Right. You know and, what I mean? And that is something else I'm very conscious of. I appreciate numbers, data. It helps us move through this digital world. But uh, I know music is bigger than that. And so um, I've had people who found my music in 2021, 2020. And they find a song from 2017, 2016, and they're like, excuse me, this song changed my life, or I'm obsessed with this song, or, you know, whatever. I know it's bigger than whatever these numbers say on Thursday. Right. So I'm okay with me doing the work, showing up every day as an artist, right? uh, as somebody who's proud of their art, and knowing that maybe in 10 years, these songs go viral. And I'm going to celebrate them just like I'm celebrating them now. Um, And that's, that's okay with me. All right, let's switch it up. Let's have a little fun. Mm. Questions. Question. There we go. Either or. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mary J. or Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. What about you, Josh? No, either. Either. Mm, I would have to say Mariah as well. All right. I love Mary Down. Don't get in the comments. I love <laughs> Mary Down. Give me a boot. Give me a, a high boot and a two-step, and I got you. But it's it's the butterfly. I think it's a pretty easy one for y'all. Wine or liquor? Liquor. What was it? Liquor. liquor. Both of y'all like liquor. Oh, okay. I always it gets that. me to where I'm going faster. Wine, I'm trying to look cute. Um, yeah, red wine used to be my go-to. It started giving me heartburn. So <laughs> I've now just completely moved into the liquor camp. All right, a cabin or beach? Beach. I don't even know what a cabin is. Cabin don't put trip. me in the fucking. Oh, you ain't been? To, no. He went Good for cat. my birthday. He took me. Oh, he sure did. Come I on. Like now. both. No. Either. Or? I like both. No. Uh, I'm gonna say the beach. I love the ocean. Um, I feel like I get the most clarity about. Because you're not worried humanity. for your life. You're not worried about <laughs> locking your doors, putting your trash in the fucking seal. But trash I like cans. a cabin too. No. I'm a. Uh, it's a tough one, but it's it's just been you know, time of the year. A good cabin is so peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's not. It is. Come I have, on, Jeff. I have worries. <laughs> seafood or soul food? Soul food. Seafood. I'm a soul food. If no. if you had an athletic ability, dunk or hit a home run. Mm. Home run. Who makes more money? Home runs, dude. Yeah, home <laughs> run. All right, and I you, feel like it's less work, and well, maybe not. You do got nine hundred games a year, and they be throwing their shit out shoulders, bags, right? But I just think it's cool to like hit, hit a home. ball that far and get to run around. And, and everybody looking right. at you as you run around. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Like everybody get to see yeah. you for them ten seconds. Yeah. A dunk, like I feel like a lot of people can dunk, right? All right, this is contain a sandwich. Do you smash your sandwich after you get done with it, or you leave it fluffy? What's that? 
No, you know you like make a sandwich and you smash your bread and your meat and your whatever ingredients. No, I like it fluffy. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I only will it, smash it if I put like chips or something on it. Yeah. Or like if it's too puffy and I can't get it into my mouth, then I, I have can to smash it. anything. I any sandwich I get out <laughs> eat it. <laughs> uh spaghetti or lasagna? Lasagna. Spaghetti Meatballs on top Or mixed together They can be mixed in I got mixed in We talked about this It (laughs) needs to be separate I don't like that Sloppy ass (laughs) I want noodle Noodle Sauce Meat No It's not an order Spaghetti is not a layered thing It's not Spaghetti Y'all are uncultured Just say that Just say that Just say that What I got here Uh, R&B or pop 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 and beat? <laughs> what is that? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> I love pop for so much because people think pop is just Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, but Beyonce is pop. Like mm-hmm. pop is what is popular. The Migos at a time were pop. Lil Wayne was pop. Like, yes, he was rapping, but that was what was popular. Um, so people, I'm going to say pop, but I do love R&B. Backstreet or NSYNC? NSYNC. Backstreet. I think that was my first album ever. Dangerously in Love was my first album ever, but that but one where they all were in the white. Yeah, the one that I purchased. When they were was that Millennium? I don't know. Yeah, her. I think that was the first thing. I don't know. Her. I knew Justin was gonna be Justin when I first saw him with them ramen noodle waves. <laughs> uh, we got it. <laughs> we got a couple more. Uh, B2K or Pretty Ricky Maybe Josh don't know about these You know damn well you don't know about these But go ahead we'll, keep, we'll skip them B2K yeah. or Pretty Ricky I can google I'll say Pretty Ricky I'm on the pre- Come on Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky Man Pretty Ricky I, Not that cool. I don't like B2K I, I said what I said I said what I said Pretty Ricky came through bro Like Pretty Ricky came through you know we also need to talk about Renaissance. Oh, we can do it. We can do it at the end. Uh, Not the end. I'm trying to watch House of Dragons. Oh, we can talk about that too. Um, <laughs> last, this is this, 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 crazy this, episode. Yeah, I know we're going everywhere. <laughs> last question: Favorite month of the year? January. Duh. Uh, we start the year. We set the tone for the year. If you hear people in the background, that's my wife. We got Tracy back here. Bear, 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 bear. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to participate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Favorite month of the year I Really want to say July I am a slut for October too I I love June Because it's my birthday month Juneteenth I wanted uh, to say April Um, It rains a lot That's my birthday month April Yeah I like rainy weather Personally I I mean But I only want July If I can be near a body of water So go back to your beach peak Yeah so if not, then it's just any hot ass month, right? Especially in Atlanta. <laughs> yes. I just love the fall. I yeah. love when the the seasons change. I love the cool fall night. I love spooky season, but January first and foremost. And you know, my mom's birthday is in October. Our anniversary is in October. Right. I need a break from all these events. It's a lot. It's a lot. We go <laughs> from October. Literally to February with something almost every week. I'm it's not gonna be enjoy my fall anymore because my wife decided to be a wedding planner. 
mm-hmm. and all the weddings in fall. So all the weddings are in fall. Yeah, so my falls are gone. My fall trips. Working. It's about to be helping me on a wedding this. trip. Like she got to go somewhere for the wedding, right? right. A destination wedding. Come on now, you, now, now you got me happy. They got to pay for the rooms though, too. Right? Period. It's Come on now. I, I love fall. Feet. Fall is the best in the world. <laughs> I'm glad you is a uh, wedding planner. Come on. It's now. also kind of giving unload the truck for me though, well, or help me move these chairs. <laughs> right. Set up these tables. <laughs> Whatever it takes. The room is paid for. <laughs> Remember right. that are in games. All right, we're going to be very quick. We are Game of Thrones fans, House of the Dragon, or House of Dragons for the black folk. Well, them dragons. <laughs> them House of them dragons. Um, uh, what you think about it so far? Episode 5, we're about to get ready to tune in right fast. I love it. Yeah, I'm very, uh, very Besides pleased. the uncle niece fucking, I am here for it. Oh, uh, what character? I'm I'm an Allison fan. I'm a. Petty. I said that earlier, petty. and they all rolled their eyes. Y'all at me. are messy. Y'all I, are messy. I feel like Allison gonna be a very key to this this series. She gonna, she, she knows a lot. Manip- she knows she both sides. Easy to manipulate. I don't like her. Also, that is you true. Not she, checking me on nothing. I don't care if you're the queen or not, baby. <laughs> My father is the king. I am the heir to the throne. You calling me to the fucking tree to be like, tell me it's not true. Tell me you didn't fuck your uncle. She was and upset. if I did, and if if I did, <laughs> who gonna check me? <laughs> Let me call my dragon. Where is your dragon, baby? I would have. Sorry, I like I, I, I like Allison because I feel like she's gonna. Hopefully, she smartens up a little bit by being manipulative. But I think she knows a lot, so she's gonna be very key to what's going on. Do you think that they got some little lesbian action going on between I, Allison? I and wanna, the, the, I, I could see it. I the, be the way they move shame. is that's, giving. That's where Rhaenyra learned all her tricks right. that she did on Kristen Cole. Right. She didn't want Allison first. She was hopping on top the first time. I don't think so. What's the uncle name? I keep forgetting his name. Damon. 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 Mm-hmm. I like and dislike him. I think that Damon is supposed to be like that character. Like. Yeah. I'm rooting for you because you seem hell bent on fucking up. But uh, when he flew his dragon a little too close to her ship and it rocked the boat, I'm going to have to beat your ass for that because if I would have fell into this ocean, it's me and you. He'd have come back for her. And then he pulled yeah. up with the crown, the crown, the. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then was like, no crown matters but your crown. You did that on purpose. Like, you could have <laughs> came in with the crown in your hand, but you wore it on your head through that. Rusty axe. No right. one to see is already cutting his ass. He also, is going through it. Yeah. He got he losing fingers. He got cuts on his back. And then Allison got to lay with him and he all sorry. That's like, why she bored. Yeah, he had that uh bacteria eating disease. It ate his fingers away. Something. He going through. Not me, girl. What you think about the um what's the battleground uh that was fighting it? Oh, with the, the crabs? Yeah. The Stepstone. What you think about that whole situation? I thought it was good. I thought it was a good fight. Yeah. I mean, dragons kind of change the way you have to fight. Like, if me living in this cave is stopping you from killing me, I have to take that as a win because what am I really about to do to a dragon? So what you think? Like, I'm saying, help, you're going to educate me a little bit. So who are the Stepstones? Like, who are they supposed to be? They, it's a group of islands in between... Like the Dorn, the tip. Mm-hmm. Um, they that. had those women from the last seasons that no one cared for. Um, so then Bravos, where Arya goes to train, is like the northern tip of the coast the free cities are on. And it goes right. down until 
like Lice and Tyrosh, which are other cities like Bravos, and there's mm-hmm. some like islands that can like are there, and those okay. are the stepstones. Gotcha. Um, so all boats would have to, you know, go from those cities. So ruling that, you control the boat, you control yeah, the pretty much the all the export import for the narrow sea. That's why they were doing they were fucking up their boats, and so Sir Corley's Corley's was the like, dreads was like, no, nah, we got to do something. The king was like, I want to start a war. He was like, no, nah, Damon, you need to do something. I don't right. think he's gonna make it out this season, Sir Corley's. Yeah, maybe uh, if he's smart. Doesn't he get a spinoff? Isn't aren't they working on? They a are working on seahorse? a spinoff. Sea snake. Really? Sea snake. Yeah. It was so close. The sigil is a seahorse. Yeah. Okay. So the sea snake is getting a show. So his family is going to do something. I don't know if it's going to be him. And, and speaking of his family, he was going to uh, let uh, the king marry his, what, 12 year old daughter? Her wig was so bad. If she was 12, how old was right. she supposed to be? She was 12. Right. 12. But she didn't have to get married until she was 14. No, she didn't have to have sex until well, she was 14. It was something. Uh yeah, and I'm glad you know he had a conscience. I guess, but you're not gonna fuck my best friend either, bitch. You were to find another like she was anybody else in the kingdom, yeah. and you picked. But of course, the but they had a they like, had the little thing going on. But her that was the was, hand. Yeah, her dad was doing yeah. that, and that's why uh, Rhaenyra was like, "I'll do my duty when you do yours." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Clock him because he does need to get him off." But I don't think that's the last we're gonna see of Mister Hightower. Because he knows way too much. Right. And them Steve Harvey suits. <laughs> <laughs> he got a point. <laughs> but yeah, that's another person that way. Them two, Allison and the hand, they know a lot. Well, the the dad put himself in that position because he was the second in um his own family, right? Like he couldn't have ever inherited anything because he had an older sibling, an um, older brother. It was a lot of the Targaryen family tree is very complicated. Um, and the reason it came to a great council was because really the queen who never was is the first child of the first I was ru- I'm seeing a room for her on the low. Some um, kind of way. She deserved. Yeah. But then Viserys was the first male. Uh, he also inherited a kingdom that had been pretty much at peace for like 50, 60 years. And so they kind of talk about it in the pilot. Like people have, you know, don't they're restless like they don't know what to do like the seven kingdoms keep their armies because we're never at peace for long but then it's also like we have been right and so he's desperately trying to maintain what he inherited but he just isn't strong enough to do it party foul <laughs> who had a party foul i mean no liquid was spilled okay cool uh let's let's get into renaissance right fast so we can get up out of here how you feel about it Perfect album, Beyonce's best work. Perfect album, Beyonce's best work. That's a little much for you, Josh. Uh, Beyonce, not, her, Josh, not a Beyonce stand. Yeah, but he listened to the album uh, as I did, and yeah. I know what I enjoyed. Yeah, didn't no, enjoy. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't know that I'm is intimately familiar with her discography to say it's her best work ever or not. I really I liked it. it a lot. I did too. I enjoyed um, it. But I will say it is the first Beyonce album besides. No, that wasn't Beyonce. Never mind. Um, it is one of the first like pop albums that I've listened like through like beginning to end without skipping the songs that aren't, you know, my favorite. Like I got the whole story. I've done the whole. The whole thing. Not even on finish. the first time you not listen to an album from start to finish. I don't really listen to albums. You must know. 
I mean, right. I got it pulled up right here. I mean, there's so much things to consume. It's so many emotions. Books. Oh, sorry. Sorry, He's talking about Renaissance. Yes, Renaissance. There were a lot of emotions. Um, And you know, Carrington and I were going through, not like within our relationship, but just against external forces. Yeah. Um, Some trials and tribulations, Mm -hmm. and you know, I just feel like the album was very much like a reminder. Like these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. Right, come on. Also, for True Hive, really quick, it is please, motherfuckers ain't stopping me. I know. (laughs) We know the sample, but Beyonce cut it in a way that made it sound like these motherfuckers ain't stopping me. I just didn't want Miami Hive. I couldn't even be. Miami Hive will rise up. You don't even allow new members into your exclusive club. I know, I know. Just, we know. It is please, motherfuckers ain't stopping me. But these motherfuckers ain't stopping me is what it sounds like. Okay, go ahead. No, I'm done. You can go. Uh, the album is cute. Not cute. cute. It's perfect. I won't go say perfect. Come on, I get where you coming from, but this what album complete. What are you missing in the album? What What, what do you feel like could have made it? What are you giving it? A nine out of ten? A Jay Z feature. Jay Z wrote on I, it. I know he did. I'm saying I would like a little bop more. I mean, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. For me to critique it, because I know in the critiquing it comes off as hate, but it's not hate. It just I feel like something else could have been added. But mm-hmm. as I go back through and I'm looking at the the, the uh, list of uh, the songs, and I can each word, each song I can hear as I go to each listing. It was a damn good album, right? Mm-hmm. The transitions flawless, lyrical content flawless. The, the dream story always flawless. does its thing. The dream always does well for her. I always has so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate, you know, the house um, inspirations. I appreciate the, like, overt LGBT alphabet mafia-ness of it. Um, because some others had albums in similar styles <laughs> um, that didn't quite. Drake Drake tried it and <laughs> I I knew it was coming. I just wasn't gonna drop no name. He named the album honestly never mind because he knew this bitch was coming for his heart shaped wig. He knew it. Anyway. I'm trying to bleep that out, man. Drake, I fought with you, my boy. <laughs> I like Drake too. Hey man. I like that album too. I enjoyed Honestly Nevermind. Until I heard Beyonce's and then I was like, this is what Drake was trying to do. Right. Because I feel like she puts in the time and effort. And not that others don't. And I'm sure there's a Heftier price tag connected to what she does Correct. for her process, but it's like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it well, and, right. and I'm going to like steep myself and the project in you know the genre instead of just dabble, and it comes through. You know, right. to start an album off with "I'm That Girl" is really like two shots in the air at a club, and then for Summer Renaissance to end the album and go so smoothly back into I'm That Girl, I often find myself listening to the album multiple times, start to finish. And who else is doing that? Like, you say you don't listen to albums, you know, start to finish, but, like, artists create bodies of work for you to listen to them in a specific order multiple times. If an artist cannot accomplish that, then the body of work isn't that, you know, good. But Beyonce has done... 25 years in the game and when you press play on this album you really don't have to press skip on nothing you don't got to press pause on nothing like the album just flows song to song really up until break my soul and then you get a a church girl break and then we're right back into it 
Yeah, Plastic Off the Sofa. That's that one for me. I yep. love Plastic Off the Sofa. Virgo's Groove. I want to go skating. Thick. Heated is my shit. Pure Honey. Like, this album has me in a chokehold. Hey man, I can't I can't argue with the uh, the beehive, beehive, whatever mm-hmm. it's supposed. It's not be. worth it. He right, he's right. Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> Let's get ready to wrap this thing up. We got first we fall, first we fall, September twenty second. Everywhere you stream and buy music, emphasis on the buy part, because I feel like people don't understand. Like I really make point zero zero four cents, two cents off of a stream, mm-hmm. and you think about all the time, effort, money. That goes into creating the music. And I'm not saying this because I'm like, ooh, woe is me. Like, I'm going to make music regardless because that is my passion. But, like, it takes me so long to make $10 on streams. Like, because I'm not a Drake. I'm not a Beyonce. So, if you got it and you can buy it, hit up iTunes. Hit up Bandcamp. Spend it. And then you can still stream it. Like, it just goes so far. And, like, for every every artist. artist. Every independent artist. is It's the same way. Like... These streaming platforms make hand over foot like billions on our backs and, you know, pay us dust. But I'm still grateful because before this era of music, you couldn't record an album in your bedroom and release it. True you had story. to know somebody in the industry. You had to know somebody who pressed CDs. Like we are in unprecedented times when it comes to music creation. And so I'm appreciative appreciative. Of um, being able to create in this space But if you have it to spare That $10 is much appreciated It's really going right back into promoting the album So thank you um, Like I said I enjoy it I'm ready for people to hear it mm-hmm. um, I think I'm going to spend the fall right As soon as we get off <laughs> I ain't going to tell you a lie I really like that The fall can we talk Love me I like it I like it I like it a lot man And I can tell you grew from uh, Baptize Me thank And you. You took your time. I want to hit the other 29. <laughs> See how they come. And uh, Clara Rose Company. Clara Rose Candle Co. Um, I really want to do some business with y'all because I really like your smell. I like your. Uh, Thank you. Your what you said, your nose. For things. <laughs> uh, shout out to Miss Michelle. And. Um, yeah, I like what you got going on. Like I said, don't, don't get discouraged, bro. Yeah. Cause I like my short term in this thing, it it can be discouraging, mm-hmm. especially like right now we sit down and do a great episode, and I think the world should hear it. Right, but you know how do you I know mean? the world won't hear it? Yeah, like literally, you could upload this tomorrow, and a million people could hear it. Like there's a potential for that. Right. Will that happen? Maybe, maybe not. But like the idea of that potential is enough to excite me to put out another song, to put All out right. another album. And you you really think about this. I've been doing this for a decade. Like, since 2010, really, I've been writing songs. So, we 12 years in. If I didn't stop then, I'm not stopping now. Hey, man, I want to applaud you, Chief. (laughs) Give it up. Give it up for Karis and Kelso, man. Uh, Recording artist, entrepreneur, man. Just a trendsetter in in general. I want to give a shout out to Josh, a.k.a. my lawyer, man. Um, appreciate you for joining us on this episode. Of course, thank you for having us. Um, we got to get together on some Marvel stuff. I know you're a movie Marvel buff like uh, the rest of us. I know that's uh, one of your things. Mm-hmm. I know we got to sit down about that. And you're gonna uh, 
You gonna teach me about these step stones or House of the Dragon? Uh, <laughs> I watch things for face value. I don't read the behind the scenes. I know that's kind of key to come to some of these shows, but you know, I still enjoy them a lot. Um, I ain't know shit about Game of Thrones, so I met Alex. Mm. She sat me down. I watched it. Then I watched the uh, Red Wedding. Ooh. Season one, right? Woo. I was hooked no. after that. Red Wedding is like, like season end four. of season four. Not Red Wedding. What was the one that uh, the main start guy got killed? Oh, that was season one. Oh, yeah. Ned got decapitated. Ned. Yeah, that one. That was season one. Mm-hmm. And I was hooked. Then I said, okay, this is some shit I can watch. Sean, I like it. Mm-hmm. Sean so. B can't stay alive to save us. <laughs> so, uh, anything else y'all want to say before we get out of here? Wrap it up. Thank you for having oh, us. Yes, thank you. Hope y'all enjoy the album. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll come back to to talk about it right. once it's out and about, um, and, and we the, can play clips. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want people. I was anxious for that too. I want people to hear what's going on. <laughs> um, one more thing we do here at uh, CST Day OK Pods. Uh, we, we positivity. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's listening that is discouraged or having a bad time in life or just in a bad spot, we want to give them a little encouragement. So, Great. anything quick y'all want to say? You can be very quick. Don't give up. Stay humble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything in writing. Uh, Period. Uh, also, don't uh, feel the need to make yourself small to fit in spaces you don't belong in. That's dope. That's hard. Mm-hmm. That's really hard. I don't even know what to say. I want to <laughs> end it on that. Cause I wasn't expecting that one. But um, I just want to say, like, I'm going to keep it very simple. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever stop going towards it till you die. Uh, I know uh, some of the people that we look up to, Oprah, some of these people didn't make it to their mid-30s, get rich in 30s and 50s and 40s, whatever the case may be. It just ain't your time. Just keep grinding, keep doing your thing, keep going forward. Um, never stop dreaming, like I said. And don't ever um, stop bringing other people's light around you. That's another big thing. Uh, like or somebody else like sometimes it maybe get you to where you're going sometimes so that's another thing don't be crabs in the bucket etc etc I'm going on and on I'm sorry <laughs> it just things like this excite me because I want people to be encouraged out here a lot of discouraged people and people in the low places they smiling but inside they're dying so uh, this is another episode of Chill Sip and Talk I had character Kelso yeah, my, my lawyer Josh and I really appreciate you for coming through and um, I'm really excited that you shared this album with me. Thank you. All right, bro. Appreciate y'all. Thank Man, y'all for tuning in. I'm very grateful.